I'm Jessica Randolph, and welcome to the How to Buy a House podcast, where we empower you to invest in real estate and start building wealth for yourself. It's the biggest purchase of your life, and we're going to teach you how to do it right. Your host, Jessica Randolph, is an HGTV designer, a top realtor for over 10 years, winner of the National Association of Realtors 30 Under 30 Award, Rookie of the Year, number 11 realtor on social media in Tennessee, and most importantly, the founder of the How to Buy a House class. Jessica, take it away. What's up, world? You're awesome for listening to this podcast, and today we have an awesome episode for you. Today you'll be hearing from one of my favorite realtors ever, Chelsea Stewart. Chelsea was born and raised in Bozeman, Montana, which makes her an OG Montana Knight, and I don't think that's a real word, but I just made it up, and we're going to go with it. She was born and raised in Bozeman, Montana, and is super passionate about serving the community she knows and loves. Chelsea's been a rock star realtor ever since she got into the game. In her last year alone, she sold over $32 million in real estate and helped about 50 families buy and sell real estate in Montana. She was nominated Bozeman's 20 Under 40 winner for 2022. She's been awarded number 22 in ERA nationwide sales and is top 20 in all of Gallatin County's MLS. Needless to say, she's incredible. Chelsea's with us today, along with her amazing sidekick, Skylar Bennett, and we have got a really fun episode for you. So stay tuned and let's get into it. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. You guys, hi. How are you? We're good. How are you? I'm good. I am so pumped to have you guys on the podcast today, and mostly because I've never been to Montana, and I can't wait to kind of hear about Bozeman and the market and just get more familiar with this beautiful state that is now getting a ton of attention. So I'm excited for today. Yeah, we'd love to have you. I mean, um, maybe wait till, you know, we don't have three feet of snow on the ground, but it is a beautiful place and yeah, we love living here. It is. Don't don't base your judgments off of Yellowstone, the show, because it, it is different. Okay. That's kind of exactly how I'm basing my views on Montana is from Yellowstone. You and everyone else. <laughs> yes. Yeah. For those of you listening to this podcast that you don't know what Yellowstone is, it's a TV series. Somewhat inappropriate, I would say, but a great show if you like inappropriate shows. But that's not what we're here to talk about today. We are here because I've got some of the best realtors in Bozeman, Montana on the podcast with us today, Chelsea and Skylar, and we are going to kind of going to dive into the market out there and get to know them and get a better understanding of what's happening in Montana in our beautiful country. And then we are going to talk about a topic that is near and dear to my heart, which is, do I have to wait for a significant other to buy a house? I'm guessing a lot of you are thinking... I don't know the answer to that. Well, we're going to tell you the answer is no. You do not need to wait until you're married or until you find that one person you're waiting for to buy a house and to start investing in yourself and in your future. And so we're going to talk about that because it can seem scary and daunting to do it by yourself. But before we talk about that, let's get to know Chelsea and Skylar. Um, I would love for you guys to just give a little intro about who you guys are, how you got into real estate, how you started working together, and uh, maybe something awkward and fun about you as well. Well, my name's Chelsea Stewart. I am a, a native to Bozeman. So have seen the market around here change so much from when I was little to now and just the town evolve and kind of become a spot on the map. Growing up, no one really knew about Montana or people thought we like rode horses to school. And now <laughs> we've been gaining a lot of like national attention and traction. So Skylar and I've been working together for about a year now. Mm-hmm. And yeah, we just love what we do and we love helping people get into their homes. And yeah, the answer is you do not need a significant other to get into <laughs> your home. 
I'll let Skylar tell a little bit about herself. Yeah. Hi. Um, I'm Skylar, if you haven't picked up already. Um, I hail from the great state of New Hampshire. Cue the eye roll from everyone listening to this. But yeah, I came out here five years ago because I thought I was outdoorsy, which is really cute because turns out drinking on patios doesn't actually like constitute an outdoorsy person but yeah here I am but there are so many other great avenues to pursue out here that aren't like exclusively like scaling the side of a mountain Uh uh-huh oh my gosh that's amazing um I definitely think drinking on a patio means you're outdoorsy like come on we we think so too yeah (laughs) as long as you're wearing like a flannel it's like you know sure you're enjoying the outdoors doesn't have to get more complicated than that that sounds awesome. I wish you guys did actually ride horses to school. That would be really epic. <laughs> or maybe even riding horses to showings. That would be that would be amazing. Maybe we'll do it for you this year. <laughs> yes. Can we please? I'll come out there and we will go to a showing on a horse. That would be awesome. And I love the way you guys work together. I love your energy. For those of you that are in Montana, Chelsea and Skylar, they are going to be teaching our How to Buy a House class in Bozeman um, throughout the year. So definitely follow them on Instagram. Check out what they're up to. They're going to be teaching in some really cool spaces. And if you're interested in learning more about How to Buy a Home, obviously you can listen to this podcast. But even better, you can go to an in-person class and learn from the horse's mouth all about How to Buy a House. (laughs) Great. So let's go ahead and dive into our topic, which is, do I need a significant other to buy a house? And cutting back to that, do you need a significant other? Is getting married like your end-all be-all or finding that right person? I think at the end of the day, whether it is a goal of yours to be with a partner you know, in your life or to not, it's never a bad idea to be smart with your finances. Can I get an amen? Amen. Amen. I mean, it doesn't matter if you are making six figures yet or if you are paycheck to paycheck or wherever you're at financially, you can start taking the right steps to building wealth for yourself and eventually maybe for your family, but also just for yourself. So you can buy that bag you want to buy or, you know, go visit Montana if that's what you want to do next summer. Like you can start making the right decisions and budgeting properly and um, saving instead of spending $200 on a whatever you want to buy, um, and using that money to start building wealth for a down payment so you can buy your first property, and using real estate as a tool to set yourself up financially. And that's why we really started teaching this class all over the country is because we really believe in investing in real estate. And if you look at all the different investments across the board, um, investing in Bitcoin or investing in stocks or bonds, real estate is the number one thing that people in America like to invest in. And if you look at the richest people in history, a lot of them the way that they got rich was through real estate. And it doesn't necessarily mean you have to wait for a certain event in your life to happen for you to start building wealth. So that's what we're going to talk about today. So I would love to hear Chelsea and Skylar, where are you guys at? I know, um, Chelsea, you're married, right? Yep. Did you wait to buy a house until you got married? What were some of the fears that you had just as an individual? Or um, what are some fears that you feel like your clients have had that have been single versus not being single? Tell me kind of your thoughts at first glance on that. Yeah, I think this is a great topic for Skylar and I both to weigh in on because we have 10 years between us. So I am married. I have a daughter um, and Skylar, I'm 36 and she's 26. So I think it's a perfect, you know, perspective from a decade between us. Mm -hmm. Um, I bought my first house before I met my husband. It was back when Obama was offering the first time homebuyer tax credit and so my parents were like, you need to, you need to buy a house. You know, this, like, this is unheard of. We haven't seen this before. And I don't honestly remember even the details of it, but I just remember my parents were like, 
you're doing this. I was like, okay, I think it was like 0% down and you got like, I, I don't even remember the details, but I just listened to my parents and I bought a condo and it was a three bedroom condo and I got two roommates that paid me $600 each a month and that covered my mortgage. I think I it even like more than covered my mortgage. I think I was like making money and I was living for free. It was, about, it was like, I was like, well, why wouldn't I do this? So it was really, really amazing. And I honestly wish my husband would have also owned a house when I, we had met. He did not. But honestly, I have see a couple of my clients these days where they both have invested early and they're now getting married and wanting to upgrade. Mm. What a great position to be in if you both own a home on your own and then you meet. I mean, that adds so much wealth to your like your future that I think most people realize. So like, like I said, yeah, I bought my first house um, without my husband and it was the best decision I ever made and then we just kind of slowly kept upgrading waited a couple years sold and we're st we're still on that trajectory we're the to the people that buy and sell every two years and just kind of keep creeping up in um type of house we want so yes and I think that's so smart like you didn't wait until you found your husband to start investing you were like okay the market's good I understood what was going on and thank god you had your parents to say hey you should do this for those of you that are maybe like me, my parents didn't know how to invest in real estate. They bought the best house they could in the 80s that was within their budget in the school district they wanted, and they are still in that house today. And I'm very passionate about people saying, you don't have to have a certain set of parents to feel like you have the courage to go and make this plunge. You can have a podcast of people telling you, you can do this. You just need to be educated. And so that's what we're trying to do here is educate you so that you're empowered to go and make that decision and make that leap without having a lot of fear behind it. So I think that's amazing, Chelsea. Congratulations on buying a house and doing it. Obviously now you can see like the impact it's had on your life. And I'm curious, do you remember how much you bought the condo for and, and how much you sold it for and what the equity was on that? Yeah, I bought my first condo for I think it was one hundred and seventy six thousand, and I sold it for like two hundred and sixty. So I remember walking away with like eighty thousand dollars in a couple of years, which is so funny because lately we've been seeing a lot more equity. But I mean that was normal. That was that was a normal appreciation over about four or five years. And like I said, I mean how else you know when you're twenty six years old, twenty five years old, you make that much money, you know, to have a down, a down payment, a bigger down payment for the next house. And then we built our next house and that we did the same thing. Then I think we made $300,000 on it, put that towards our next house. So my husband and I just have kind of adapted that mindset. Um, and this year what's big on our list is investing in investment properties. So we've kind of like, you know, got our, our personal house where we want it. And so now it's kind of, how do we use our equity in our home to purchase other properties is where we're at now. Exactly. And imagine if you wouldn't have taken that first leap with that first purchase and it would have been really hard to be like, how are we going to get to the point where we have $80,000 in the bank account for a down payment to buy our dream home? You can use your first purchase, your first little baby purchase and let that chicken hatch some more eggs for you. And then those chickens hatch more eggs and it all starts with just that one. And so you don't have to wait until, you know, everything's lined up. You can start with just figuring out what your options are now. And there's so many great options for low down payments. And in Montana, we have a rural development loan, which means if you're outside city limits in certain pockets, you can get a 0% down. So I just think a lot of people don't realize that there's opportunity out there that even if they don't have $20,000 in the bank or $50,000 in the bank for a down payment, there are programs and there are def different avenues that can get you into home ownership. 
Definitely. We have that here too in Nashville and it's, it's crazy close. Like it's like 20 minutes outside the city and you can get in that like USDA, get a federal loan just for being in the outskirts. So yeah, that's, that's amazing. And you're right. That appreciation that you had between your first purchase for your condo, that is a very normal appreciation rate. And for those of you listening, you might be like, well, what if my house depreciates? That's a fear people have. We actually have a whole nother podcast of just fears of, of buying and getting into it. But on average, it is very normal for your house to appreciate over time. And we're still very low on inventory as a country. And if you look at the supply and demand, we are going to have so much demand still in the next 10, 15 years for homes. And the builders that normally are building to keep up with that demand, they went to a major halt during COVID when build costs were skyrocketing and when it was very expensive. Framing material alone um, was three times the price a year ago than it normally is. And so a lot of builders held off on building. And so we still are very low in inventory as a country. And so if you're hesitant, if you're like, I don't know, we definitely will see a demand still um, for years to come. And I'm not worried at all about that, you know, us having an oversupply of inventory and, and prices might fluctuate a little bit, but overall it is still a very smart thing to do to own a home, um, to let it appreciate over time. And there are things you can do to make it appreciate even even faster. You can renovate a kitchen. You can renovate a bathroom. You can add square footage. You can replace carpet with hardwoods. We'll probably do a whole podcast just on that of things you can physically do to make sure it's appreciating um, and taking care of your house and um, replacing mechanicals and making sure the roof's in good shape and things like that before you sell it. Skylar, tell us about your situation with you being 26. I'm not in my 20s anymore. I'm jealous you still are in your 20s. Um, How has it been for you as, you know, being in real estate and wanting to be a homeowner? Tell us about your situation. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Going off of what you said, I certainly take advantage of the whole 20s thing. Um, Definitely having some fun with that. Um, I do think Chelsea is at a little bit of advantage being 10 years older than me and getting into the market when she did. But um, with that being said, I am single. And this year, it is my goal to get a condo. And I say condo specifically because I was literally talking to Chelsea about this this morning. I know that I am not going to keep up with lawn maintenance. I'm not going to mow a lawn. So if I can pay an HOA to do that for me, then I'm here for it. So yeah, that's definitely a goal of this year is to buy a condo. And I I know that that condo is not going to be my end all be all if I don't love every single aspect about it. That's not what it's about. You know, it's just about getting into the market. And as our previous discussion has gone, just building equity and wealth for myself, you know, to get into something bigger in a few years down the road, you know? Definitely. Well, that's super smart. I think knowing like what you want versus what you actually need is really important of saying, you know, yes, maybe one day I would like a yard because I want to have a dog or two dogs or three dogs. But for right now, it doesn't make sense for me to have a yard because I'm not home all the time. I want to go out on and travel and not have to worry about making sure my lawn is cut or my gutters are clean or things like that. Um, so I think that's really smart. The nice thing also about owning a condo is there's a strength in numbers too when it comes to value. If there are 30 condo units in that building and they all sold for a similar price, there's a it's really easy for your condo to hold its value because there are 20 other units with the same floor plan, with the same finishes also for this price. Um, it's a lot less risky as far as like value goes of like buying a lemon or buying a bad investment. And then like you said, it's just less maintenance. So it's just a lot easier to maintain a house like that or a condo like that. So that's really smart. 
So for those of you listening and you might be single and you're like, yes, I would love to own a home one day. I'm sure a lot of you are thinking like, well, I don't know if I qualify right now on my own. Like maybe, maybe you want to do what Chelsea did and buy your first home and start investing and have your roommate start paying for your mortgage. The first step is A, get over your fear. You can do it. You don't have to wait for somebody else to come along. That's the beautiful thing about using a realtor is it's usually free for you to use a realtor and that person becomes like your coach. They become like that significant other encouraging you along the way. And I would say even better than a significant other because they're truly working with your best interest in heart. Your significant other might know jack jiggity squat about real estate or investing or how to use a hammer for that matter, um, where your realtor is going to know like, no, this is a really good investment. I would buy this if I were you. Um, here are some things that you can do to it to increase the value. Um, these are some things that you can change over time. This area is growing like crazy because look at this new headquarters that's going in down the road. It's going to bring in a lot of jobs and you can kind of give them insight into this area. And that's kind of the beauty of having realtors. You're not doing it alone. You're going to have somebody holding your hand through the process. And the other thing is that you don't have to be afraid to make an investment into yourself. And um, whether you spend money on going out or you spend money on traveling, you're investing in other things. You're investing in experience. Maybe you're investing in your body um, by joining a gym. It, investing in real estate is still investing in you. And you have to pay to live somewhere, somewhere anyways. And maybe you are living at home right now to save money for a down payment. That's great. Relying on other people to kind of help you get ahead is great. Maybe you want to buy a house, but you don't have a down payment. There's also an option of getting a gift from a family member. Maybe they want to help you get ahead. And maybe you're in an area where they also see the potential. So maybe you can get them to invest with you in a property and you can be like partners on it. There's different options. So don't feel like you have to just have all this cash right away. Like Chelsea said, she got 100% financing. That means she didn't need a down payment to buy a house. All you really need is your earnest money deposit. And a lot of that could be negotiated with your agent of what the seller pays for. I have a friend that bought a house with $500 in their bank account. So it is possible. The first thing you need to do is just start educating yourself, find yourself the right realtor, and talk to a lender about what your options are finance-wise. If you don't have a connection with a local lender, that's another thing your realtor would be great for is asking them who they trust in the area. Highly recommend using somebody local. And then once you kind of have a, a roadmap of like, okay, this is where I'm at financially. This is where I'd like to get to. Now you've got some goals. That's like using a coach if you if you want to get back into those jeans from high school or whatever your goals are. It's like using a coach and coming up with a plan. How many people know that if you don't come up with a plan, you're not going to hit your goals? You have to have a plan. And so getting pre-approved, it will be like coming up with a plan. And you might say, okay, I need to save $20,000 the next two years. What are some things I can do to do that? Maybe it's that you do need to get a roommate and start saving money every month with where you're living right now. Or maybe it's that maybe it's time for you to negotiate a raise at your current job because you've been there forever and you feel like you're a little stuck financially there. There are a lot of different ways that you can kind of come up with that money, but I think at least knowing where you're at so you can start setting those goals is going to be super powerful for you. Um, sorry, I feel like I'm on a very weird tangent, but it's going in the right direction, right guys? You can do it and you just got to know how to do it. And here we are telling you how to do it. Um, and kind of why to do it. Skylar, Chelsea, what would you guys like to contribute to that? Again, I think there's so many options out there and there's so many different lending programs right now. And I actually think I feel confident we're going to see a lot more creative lending programs come out this spring. So yeah, don't, don't let the fear stop you. Worst case, the lender can tell you where you're at right now. And then you have a plan of where, like how to get to where you want to be in order to buy your first house. So I don't think inquiring with either a realtor or a lender just to get the ball rolling to truly know where you're at hurts at all. I think it's actually the smartest thing you can do. And like you said, in Bozeman right now, I know we're at a 7,500 door shortage. So their inventory is very low. 
in Montana and or in Bozeman. And so in order for us to catch up with over 7,000 doors is going to take us years and years and years and years. And people are going to keep moving here in that time. So, I mean, it's going to be a long time before we're caught up. So I think it's still a great time to invest. And right now, I even think it's a better time to invest, especially as a buyer. I think you can negotiate a lot more on the purchase price. Interest rates are a bit higher, but you can always change your interest rate. You can't change your purchase price. And so I think right now, there is a so much opportunity for buyers. And it actually really excites me for buyers right now. And like going off of the like, you don't need like to be married or a partner or something. Those things don't have to be like mutually exclusive in order to like get in the market. You know what I mean? Because as I was saying earlier, it's just like a mechanism of building your equity and wealth so that like, say you do meet that person and you'll just be able to afford like what's next up for you guys. Yeah, I have a, um, a client of mine. She came to my class in Nashville and she's like, I, I was engaged and now we broke up and I don't know if I should buy a house. I'm just like nervous to do it without him. She'll remain nameless. Let's call her Sarah. I was like, Sarah, you can do this. You don't need him to buy your first house. Trust me. Let's just go looking. We'll get you pre-approved. We'll see what's going on. We got her pre-approved and we started looking and we found the cutest little cottage for her. This like stone storybook cottage. Picture like the holiday, you know, with Cameron Diaz. And it was so cute. And she loves design. And she's like, I feel like I can make this my home. I can pour my heart and soul into it. I can already imagine the wallpaper I'm going to put in this living room. And we did it. We, we negotiated an amazing price in the house. We found out there were some water issues in the basement. We got it fixed. We negotiated a great price because of it. That's another thing is your agent is like a shark for you, making sure that you're getting the best deal possible. And we did. We got her the best deal possible. And she did not need her man to do that. She bought that house at a really great price. She has now used her equity in the home since living there to pay for her kitchen renovation. She's renovated her bathroom. She loves her home and she's got even more equity in it now that she's poured into it. And whenever she does decide to move or if she does find somebody and moves to Rome or whatever she wants to do, now she's got an amazing little investment. She could rent it out. She could put it on the market and sell it. She can use it as an Airbnb if she wants to. I mean, there's so many different options and it's only improved her life. And she feels like she really had something that was hers. And I would love to even get her on this podcast and tell her her experience because it really has been just like an amazing project for her. And she felt like she's gotten a lot more self-confidence because she can say that she owns her home and she did that on her own. And she didn't have to wait for somebody to come into her life to help her do that. And we're passionate about it because I do think a lot of people at fear stop them. And it's, it's honestly so doable. Yeah, it really is. But Chelsea's right. Um, you can only get your purchase price negotiated once. When you buy the house, that is the price that you bought it at. But your rate is something that changes. So I just want to touch on that for a second. Right now, people are freaking out looking at the news and reading articles of like, oh, the interest rates are high. Right now, interest rates are around six and a half. Actually, yesterday, we just got someone pre-approved for a five and a half percent interest rate for a 30-year conventional loan, which is very good, very average. When rates were in the twos and threes, that was like happy days. Everybody should buy a house. That was not normal and not sustainable. What's more sustainable is actually where we're at now. But even if rates do go back down to where they were in those amazing numbers, you can always refinance, which is an option for you. You won't be able to go and renegotiate your purchase price. So it is a very good time for buyers right now because you can negotiate a little bit better of a price. And like even for you, Skylar, like finding your condo, like I definitely would be focused more on like making sure it fits your needs, that you think it's a good investment that's going to hold its value, increase in value, and negotiating that purchase price like a, like a boss, you know? Maybe find something that's like not as cute, but the floor plan and the location works for you and negotiate that price down and then make it cute when you buy it. Exactly. 
I always end all of our episodes with this question, and you both can answer individually, but what is one piece of advice that you would give to either yourself or a future homeowner, one piece of advice that you wish you knew before going into buying a home? I wish I would have done it even earlier in life. I think the sooner you can get started, the better. And if I could go back, I think I was 24 when I bought my first house. I wish I would have done it when I was 21. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if I could, if I could do it over, I wish I just would have started earlier. And I wish I would have bought more property, used my equity. Knowing what I know now, I wish I would have leveraged that equity in that first house, did a HELOC, pull money out, buy more properties. I mean, real estate's such an easy way to build wealth. And like you said, you have to live somewhere. What I'm trying to do now, I wish I would have done 10 years ago. Love it. Yeah. I think that also when you're younger, there's a lack of knowledge in regards to buying a house and how real estate can help you build your wealth. That's why I think it's really good that the how to buy a house class is a tool to get people that are buying their first class, younger people, just like a foot in the door of understanding because not everyone has that. Yeah, I totally agree. I love that. Great advice. Also very topical. I think that was perfect. So um, let's get into Bozeman. So tell us what the market is like out there. I mean, I, I know a lot of people are flocking there, but like what has the market been for you guys in the last year or so? Yeah, so, you know, COVID was a huge turning point in our market in Montana in general, because I think when the world shut down, people were craving fresh air, wide open spaces where they could still live their lives in the outdoors. And Montana just kind of hit all those nails. So honestly, it felt like we exploded overnight. Uh, We had people moving here, buying sight unseen, all of the above. We also weren't very like locked down during COVID, so people could still feel like they were living... um, a somewhat normal life. And so I think people really craved that. So yeah, our median house price went from about four fifty for a single family home. And right now we're right around eight seventy five. So we kind of almost doubled our median. Oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah. And so, you know, it's, it's been like kind of an emotional thing because it's also, you know, kind of priced some people out of the market, but there's still so many other avenues and options. We have a ton of like really great condos and townhouses that, you can still get into for around that like four or $500,000 price point. And so we're really passionate about like showing people that it can be done, even though all you see is kind of like these scary numbers. It's, it definitely doesn't have to look, you know, a certain way. So Mm -hmm. we kind of pride ourselves in helping those people making it a reality. Yeah. Well, and I'm sure there's also still some different pockets within Bozeman where you can get more bang for your buck. Is that true? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have some small towns within a couple of miles. And yep, yeah, absolutely. There's definitely a ton of different avenues to get into the marketplace. And honestly, we're we're growing so fast that those places are pretty soon or the values are gonna be even, you know, higher out there. So it's I think an ideal situation to kind of look into those areas that are up and coming and kind of gain equity in those spots. Yeah. And it's important, especially, um, and I always say this, but like choosing your realtor wisely is so important because this person is going to know which pockets are growing and which ones are not. I've helped clients make hundreds of thousands of dollars on their investment just by pointing them in the right direction of what areas to buy in because I knew what developments were slated for that area or what the demand was going to be like in a few years based on the location alone. So that's why it's super important for anyone listening to this. Make sure your realtor knows the area you're interested in and can point you in that direction to make sure you're making a really smart investment. 
can't stress that enough. So that's awesome. I like hearing more about the market. I obviously, like like I said, I've never been, but I can't wait to come visit and check out all these wide open spaces. And I just picture like the sound of music. Like I just want to like run free through the fields of Montana. Oh, yes. <laughs> like, Where are the investment properties at? Um, <laughs> you guys are amazing. Thank you so much for your insight and your wisdom and taking the time to Whoever is listening, take the time to pour into them. And for anybody listening to this, if you know anybody in Bozeman, definitely reach out to Skylar and Chelsea and go to their class. Um, follow them on Instagram. And if you need anything out there, definitely connect with them. I know that they are rock stars in their market. So definitely keep your eyes on them. And for those of you that are maybe just jumping in, we've got a lot of different episodes on a lot of things we touched on, like HELOCs, getting a HELOC out in your house. Um, we talk about that in our Austin episode getting pre-approved, what is a home inspection. We've got a lot of topics to dive into, so definitely make sure you listen to the other episodes as well so you can kind of keep up. But thank you guys so much for being a part of the podcast today. Thank you. Thank you. It was really fun. I wish I would have listened to this episode 10 years ago as well. So hopefully we've got some young listeners listening today and hopefully we can help change their lives. So awesome, guys. Well, thank you so much. We'll talk soon. Thank Thank you. you. Sounds good. Take care. Bye, Jess. Bye. Stay tuned for more episodes from the How to Buy a House class. You can follow us on Instagram. We're at the How to Buy a House class. You can also email us. Yes, we still use email and we would love to connect to you that way as well. You can reach us directly at hello at howtobuyahouseclass.com. And I also would love to connect with you. My Instagram handle is at Jess Lou Randolph. And we hope you have a fabulous day. Thanks for listening and God bless you.